Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for Doctor Who news and reviews. Uh, I am joined as ever by Billy Garrett John. And I'm joined by Matthew Toffolo. That's right, that's me. Uh, and today, what are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about two things today. Yeah. Um, welcome to the therapy session. Um, we've had, what, nearly like over five years to get over it. Yes. But we're finally here to talk about class. Yeah. Um, and we're also going to do Galaxy 4 yeah. as well. Um, and talk about some pretty sad news, possibly sad news that has developed since we did Eve of the Daleks, our last review, yeah. and that ties into one of the main review features for today. So BBC America have apparently pulled out of funding for future Doctor Who animated reconstructions, Yes, which means that Abominable Snowmen, do we have a release date for that? I keep seeing May mentioned, okay. but I don't know how accurate that is. Okay. Um, is it up for pre-order yet? It is up for pre-order, okay. yeah. But they just haven't announced. The, they must have announced a release date for it. That mm, I don't know. Uh, well, I, you can pre-order it. Yeah. I don't know if I've pre-ordered it, which is pretty bad. Yeah, I I didn't do that for the last. Well, for this one, Galaxy Four, and for Weather Fear, which I still haven't bought. Oh, I'm not buying Weather Fear. I even you have to pay me to buy that. Don't one. worry. <laughs> I even don't want it because I prefer the artwork for the. For the other, the other release that yeah. came out, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Abominable Snowman could be the last animated reconstruction. Um, there has been a bit of an addendum to it all. I think it was in a Radio Times article. Mm. It was mentioned that there is a search on yes. for a new funder yeah. for these uh, animations. But yeah, big blow when I f saw it. I felt like, Phew, Jesus, that's annoying. Yeah, I guess we'd sort of really gotten used to these releases mm. being so regular. We took them for granted, I guess, a little bit. Um, and especially the last couple of years, because we were getting like two or three a year. I mean, last year we had Evil of the Daleks, we mm. had Web of Fear, and we had Galaxy 4. Mm. And I think we were all like, wow, you know, if we get this every year, crikey, we're going to have no missing episodes left. And also, I think, a bit for granted, because the last couple of ones that have come out have people have moaned about them a little bit. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Web of Fear being the main one. Yeah. And a little bit of kind of, nah, for Galaxy 4 coming out, I yeah. think. Um, which I think was just down to the art style, wasn't yes, it? Yes, I think, I think so. Which we'll come on to later. But um, yeah, I, I, I was kind of thinking, I wish I hadn't moaned so much about them now, because if that means that we're coming yeah. to the end of the line, I feel a bit yeah. of, a, of a dick for, for moaning about <laughs> Web of Fear. No matter how, you know, not like the other ones it looks like, if that's the most diplomatic way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, I saw someone on Twitter say something akin to possibly that Web of Fear might have been done separately. Mm. So that might have been an internal sort of BBC Studios funded thing right. without BBC America's backing. Mm. So potentially, I guess... They got the same animation team in for Daleks. It all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so potentially, I guess that could be something... If that could be refined, mm. because obviously it did, it did look like a bit of a dog's dinner. I don't think it needs to be pursued. <laughs> because you know rotoscoping yeah is apparently quite a cheap way of animating 
I, I, really? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I've, I've seen, when, whenever I see people talking about rotoscoping, it's always, that bit's been rotoscoped. Yes. And it's kind of like, oh, is that like not seen as like a good thing in like the industry or oh, whatever? I don't, like, know. I don't know. I've always seen people moaning about rotoscoping. obvious rotoscoping. Oh, or right. Fair enough. Um, so <laughs> trying to then directly mimic actions. Yeah. It wasn't mocapped, was it? It, it surely was. couldn't it have was, been mocapped. It, it was mocapped. By people in full body casts. <laughs> yeah, I think so. People who, people who had lost use of their limbs. Let's not be, let's not. Okay, let's stop moaning about it now. Because again, we might be losing them forever. Yeah. what we're sorry. Uh, this could be all we get. This could be, we could be getting Marco Polo all seven episodes, like a Roblox True. animation going, Oh. Uh, after having just said it's it's annoying that we've been moaning about them and now we're losing them, having just moaned about them. That is what the review of death is all about. We can't help ourselves. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a channel for moaning. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, really dis disappointing to hear that a key investor has dropped out, especially one yeah. so obviously tied to the BBC. Yes. Um, I wonder what it was. Was it that they were promised a certain number of sales? Yeah. Or a certain threshold of money that it had to pass for them to continue investing in like the next round of them. Yeah. And it didn't happen. I, I wonder. I wonder really as you get more into the the, the episode without Daleks on the cover. Yeah, that's also another. That is going to cause the. It, it's not like a. It's going to go on and on and on. Yeah. They're going to get better and better. It's we're going to get to stories that people are less likely to buy yeah. as we go on. Yeah. So I, I mean, like. Galaxy 4, mm. <laughs> really, you know, for all the goodwill in the world. Galaxy 4, it ain't one of the best or most renowned stories out there. And, yeah, yeah, it's not. I think really for a, I mean, obviously they needed to do a cheap Hartnell. And I was going to say, so is that why they chuck the slightly more affordable looking animation at I it? think so, mm. I think so. Because they save all the budget for the for, big stories. For, for the ones with Daleks in them. For the ones with Daleks. Again, Abominable Snowmen, the trailer for that looks fantastic. It does. So obviously they were like, well, you know, this is a big, it's an important story. A recognisable monster. Exactly. So yeah, it, it makes sense. Mm. I think, you know, you just have to sort of grin and bear that sort of thing. And I don't, I don't chastise them for doing that. I think that's fair enough. And I mean, it makes sense for the web of fear, you know, do you go all out for one episode? Yeah. Not really. It probably makes more sense to do something a bit cheaper. And, or, as we'll get to in a bit, the mission to the unknown. Well, the mission to the unknown, Suddenly yeah. pops up at the end of Galaxy 4. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. not expecting it. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we've seen a little bit of an episode we'll probably never see animated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you like this? Well, tough luck. <laughs> well, we don't need it animated because we've got the... We have the... Studio reconstruction, so... We do, yeah, that's yeah, that yeah, ticked off the list. Yeah. Um, yeah, so disappointing, but I, I really think with that new sort of development that they are seeking mm. a new investor yeah. um, for the animations, I think really we just have to wait and see, because I think the likelihood is that more probably will come out. Yeah, I mean, obviously for the BBC, <clears throat> it's a, it's, it's a moneymaker. Yeah. I mean, it probably doesn't make that much money, mm. but I guess you've got to think about it long term, because... Yeah. Sorry, my, mic, my microphone belt thing has just fallen off everybody. Oh, see, I haven't clipped mine on at all. This doesn't matter for the audio listeners, of course, but you can see me struggle and interrupt Matt's train of thought. Right, yeah. oh, there we um, go. I can't, you actually have interrupted oh, my train of thought fuck. because I can't Sorry. remember what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yes, it's a long-term thing, isn't it, really? Because if you look at something like season three of Doctor Who, I looked at the DVD shelf and it, I think it's like four DVDs mm -hmm. from that series. So it's... Galaxy 4, The Ark, mm -hmm. 
the war machines and possibly so oh the gunfighters mm -hmm. so those are the only four stories so when you fast forward a few years to when you want to release the collection season three mm. those four stories that's all you're getting yeah you know, and you can't really do much behind the scenes stuff because everybody's dead. Lee Binding is going to have to work extra hard to make those covers look interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know. How do you make a Chumbly look threatening? Well, yeah, that, <laughs> on oh the my God, yeah. I mean, and that's it, you know, not only are people dead now, when we get to that point, who else is going to be gone? Yeah. It's, this is the trouble. So I bet for the BBC, they were probably like, shit, we thought we were going to at least get, I don't know what the stories are in that season. Uh, the myth maker or oh, master plan yeah they must have thought oh we're going to do master plan at some point savages in that season as well isn't it yes savages is in that season I so they probably thought we had a few good ones in there i would i would imagine maybe do we just get like one a year yeah. now because i mean I, I, i'd love to know when bbc america joined the the funding for it was it, did they put in a bit of money for Power of the Daleks? I think so. I think right, Power okay. might have... That might have been the first might one. Might have been the first one. Maybe it was all tied in with like that Dad's Army animated reconstruction that happened yeah, as well. Because they thing. did one and yeah. then it just kind of didn't happen. And, yeah. and you kind of feel like the Doctor Who ones are successful enough because <clears throat> in their own right people will buy them. Maybe they were like, well, let's invest into some more animations. And then they saw the margins for the Doctor. This is complete conjecture. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you just think, how much money is it making for them to just think, let's not bother yeah. continuing? And someone made a really good point. Like, BBC America almost sort of shot themselves in the foot with it, really. Because it all came out in the UK first. Mm. And by the time it did air in BBC America... It was all out on DVD. People were getting them imported. Why, why are you showing it on BBC I mean, America yeah, who's as well? Who's put it, it? Put it on in like the cartoon slot early morning. Yeah. Like one episode a day for a week. Yeah. For kids or something. Yeah. But like, what, why, why is the deal to show these animated reconstructions? That can't be of interest to many people in the States. No. All, all 12 yeah. Doctor Who fans yeah. in America that watch BBC America for mm. that sort of stuff. Yeah, that is a bit weird. I mean, I've seen people suggest that maybe BritBox might be approached because BritBox could potentially say, <clears> well, <throat> we'll have the premiere, first dibs on it, say, we have it for a year. You maybe they did the Dad's on Army one. BritBox. Yeah, I'm sure that was on, that was on BritBox, the Dad's Army Britbox. one. So maybe, maybe that was... Yeah, because I mean, BritBox do get the animations. Yeah. So I mean, I would be happy. I, would, I mean, it's, mm. I know it's a lot of money. I would be happy to subscribe to BritBox that would, just to get the animation. That would make me subscribe to BritBox. Yeah, because we're Doctor Who fans, we like to do yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. We'll, we'll chuck our money at stuff multiple times. How many times do we all own Revenge of the Cybermen or Spearhead from Space? Exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. So, come on. I, I, I would do that, I would do that. Yeah, if, it, yeah. Yeah, if, it, if someone was to say, look, you either subscribe to BritBox mm. and, okay, you can watch it on there for a year, and then it comes out on DVD with the, yeah. the special features yeah. later down the line. And then it comes out on the collection set with a bit of extra stuff again. Cool. I'm, I, I, I would be very happy with that. Yeah. I'd do that. Um, so, yeah, there we go. That's um, a, a paused tragedy for the it time is, being. Really? We, we might come back to it at some point. Yeah. And, and it's so annoying because we were one story away <laughs> from a complete season five. I know. It's that old like Simpsons thing of like, ah oh, no, he was one day away from retirement. <laughs> we were one day away from season five. It's gutting. It's gutting because, like, you 
you just think about the individual releases, you think about the collection sets. Yeah, that think, was it, isn't wow, it? How much does this bugger that up? Yeah, God, I bet they were there thinking, uh, go on, uh, would you not just give us a bit of money just to do Wheel in Space? Uh, go on, no, it's got go on Cybermen now. in it. <laughs> I, and how much of uh, the Underwater Menace they appeared to have maybe <laughs> yeah. finished or didn't finish or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh God, can you imagine the underwater menace in that like motion capture animation? Well, Those fish people. Let's get on to it. Let's talk some more animation. Yeah. Let's talk about Galaxy 4. Sorry, did you say Galaxy Boar? Uh, no, I said Galaxy 4, Oh, Matthew, sorry. But I can yeah. see why you may have made that mistake. Galaxy 4 put me in a coma both times <laughs> that I watched it. Both times as in your previous watch of it and then this one? Yeah, I re-watched it because we were doing this review. I, I was wasn't gonna say, going to. I can't believe you watched this twice for one setting or something. No. No, no, so I watched it when it came out and I thought, wow, this is a boring story. I'm sorry to people who like this story. And the funny thing is, I've, I've listened to the audio before. Mm -hmm. I've watched the reconstruction before. Mm -hmm. And I've read the Target novelization. Mm -hmm. And at no time did I feel as bored <laughs> as I did watching the animation. I watched oh, really? it. I've watched it in colour. I've watched it in black and white. For this, I watched it in black and white, and I watched it alongside the surviving clips and episodes. Interesting. Um, and even then, I thought, oh, you know, now that I can see it properly with yeah. the actual actors moving about, this is so much better. And then about ten minutes in, I was like, Do you know what? I wonder if we did the same thing because we're clawing for something to like get us to, over the line. Yeah. Like, because I watched the first two episodes in one sitting, uh, the full colour animation. Yeah. Then I watched the surviving... Oh, no, maybe... No, I watched the surviving episode three. Right. Then I watched a Telesnap reconstruction, I think. Okay. No, no, no. Maybe I gave up I gave up halfway on the Telesnap reconstruction. <laughs> and then I watched the black and white... Half of the black and white episode four right, okay. animation. And... Um, I, yeah, I, I think that's indicative of the fact that I was trying to find a way to enjoy it, maybe. Because I, and I'm talking about that, the story generally, I'm not talking about the animation. No, we'll no, talk, this is Because I think the animation is a separate thing. And yes. actually, um, because the Roddies are coming up, mm. and I don't want to give away any spoilers as to who won which award for which category. Yeah. But Galaxy 4 is in a category with two other animations that came out in 2021. Yeah. One of them has won. Right. And the other one is uh, The Web of Fear. <laughs> and I was really interested, having not seen Galaxy 4 while the results were coming in. Right. The animation. Yeah. I was like, is it really that bad? Because, mm. yeah, I, I didn't feel that blown away by the trailers and the screenshots yeah. and all that sort of stuff and the promotional material. And also, I'm begging someone at BBC Studios to sort your covers out. Because yeah. I know you probably have to put the animation on the cover so that people don't get mistaken for it being a proper episode, yeah. like a, a recovered episode. But you can do some cool photo montages or something or give the assets to a Lee Binding mm. or, or a Tom Webster or something yeah. and get them to do something with it. Yeah. Because um, ugh, like that Faceless Ones cover, yeah, they're all the really same. Bland. They're all the same. It's just like, you know action hero shot of the Doctor with villain next to them yeah. with a backdrop that's vaguely to do with the episode. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's a shame, isn't it, really? It's, it's disappointing. I like the fact they get individual logos. I think that's quite cool. That's cool. Like a kind of Marvel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's like that. Nice. Um, I mean, to be honest, it makes no difference to me because I, I know. put the slipcase in the cupboard I, yeah. and then fold the... <laughs> I do the same thing. I do the same thing. But knowing that they're there on my shelf and they're weird-looking yeah. covers that I can't see still annoys me. <laughs> um, so when I watched it, I went into it thinking people really are down on this. They're almost right. as down on it as they were for Web of Fear and people had like a visceral negative reaction to mm. that. And I watched it and I don't really get why people have been so quiet on this. Like people really seem to have not talked about it. It did sort of come and go very mm. quickly, mm. Um, especially after the hype of Evil of the Daleks. There was such yeah. a hubbub about that. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's a good story with Daleks in, so mm -hmm. you're going to want to talk about it. And it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, like we said earlier, the, obviously, the budget on this one was nowhere near the same as that. And, you know, the animation style reflects that. And that's yeah. no disrespect to the style of animation. No. Um, there are a few shortfalls that I would like to talk about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's... For what it is, and for the type of story it is. That's the thing, isn't it? You know, I don't think... I don't you think definitely you... had to hire somebody at the start that, right, who's good at animating people walking? That's it. It's, it's a lot of and walking standing. and a lot of chatting. And lying down. Yeah. Like, you've got to get one one person like who does people drawing down really well <laughs> just to do yeah. Stephen. Yeah. You know? And I mean, full props <laughs> to Gary Russell, because I think Gary directed Was he this. in charge of this I'm one sure as well? I'm sure it was Gary's baby, this one. I really admire what he did with trying to make the planet feel like an actual planet rather than a studio space and just trying to make everything go a bit bigger yeah. and a bit give a bit more scale to the story. But that's what the animations are best at. Yeah. It's actually making them feel like the space adventures yeah. that they're trying to show on screen yeah. back in 1965. Exactly. But can't do because yeah. it's 1965 and... It, TV studio. Yeah, but I think with all the goodwill in the world, the story itself is very bare. Yeah. Now, there are some things in this that I actually rather like. Mm. I think that having um, all of the villains be women is very progressive for 1965 or whatever year it is. Uh, I, you know, the, the idea that, oh, the these things are monsters, but actually they're really nice and, you know, mm -hmm. you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. I mean, I know it's sort of old hat sort of storytelling, but it's... I feel sorry, it's, I'm sorry. I, just, I, I feel sorry for the Rills because you you face up to one. Yeah. Fuck me! And then it's like, <laughs> hello. Oh, I'm really yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, I, you must get that all the time. Yeah, we do, actually. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's quite upsetting. Yeah. Like, it doesn't I mean, do wonders for our self-esteem. Like, don't come in and see us because we will frighten you. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then even the doctor's like, hmm, yes, you were quite ugly but, I, but I've got I've got he says I've gotten used to it now so that's almost that's almost worse you know wow anyway go on but yeah I mean and actually I think the reels especially when you watch them in that surviving episode I mean they all say like oh why can't I see you you can see them they're right there yeah, um, yeah. they look amazing they look really good they for, do. A, for a 60s monster yeah someone has really gone to town with that design and I think that the cliffhanger to episode two is yeah. really good. It's a really good one. Um, the, I suppose the thing that maybe interested me the most about that cliffhanger is that, you know that thing that horror movies do where it's like quiet, 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 bang? Yeah. Well, this whole story is quiet, quiet, quiet. Yeah. So when you actually get like a shriek, yeah. you're like, oh my God, something's <laughs> happened. Because um, 
we could demonstrate the story quite easily here, really. There's a TARDIS that lands here. Yeah. There's a ship there and a ship there. They go to one ship and yeah. they're told the people in that ship are horrible yeah. and they want to kill us, right? And they go, oh, okay, all right then. Um, why are you acting so hostile to us? That's a bit weird. We're going to go and see what that place is like. Um, and we'll leave one of them th there just yeah. because we need you to do something. We'll go over here. Um, oh, you were right. Okay. Oh, they're, they're the baddies. Mm. Ah, and then the planet explodes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the story. Yeah. Next week, Mission to the Unknown. Across four parts. <laughs> yes. It's got it is it drags. Mm. It really drags. I'm oh. You can see it all coming a mile off as well. It's yeah, like okay, yeah. obviously these are the baddies. There's probably some mis misunderstanding or yeah. some hostility towards them because they are unlike us. Yes. You know, that kind of analogy. Yeah. Um and that's it. It's it would be great if it was like the rescue and it was yeah, two just a two-parter. I totally agree. That'd be great. You could cut this down and it yeah. would be it would be fine. Um like I watched it the first time with Jonathan, my brother, for those new listeners. And he was just like, God, this is probably one of the most boring Doctor Who's I've ever watched. Mm, I thought, wow, there. this is it's really, it really is. But and I thought, I thought watching it the second time around, I thought, oh, I, I might be in a bit, better headspace. Yeah. And it, didn't, it still put me to sleep. It didn't, like, nothing happened in it that, like, offended me, though. Or, or oh, no. like, like, you know, not offended, but, you know, like, in a Doctor Who fan sense, we were like, oh, that's... Yeah, Ugh, you know. yeah, and like conversely, um, I'm watching. I'm still working through season seventeen at the mm. moment, and you know, this is boring, Galaxy Four. <laughs> but I would rather—I don't know if I'd rather have that boringness. But like, it, in terms of offending me, mm. you know, I get more annoyed at Tom Baker doing the bloody or reading Peter Rabbit with K9. Because sure. I was like, oh, this is just yeah. You had a moan about K9 on Twitter the other day. I did have you? a moan. I don't like Peter Briley as K9. I'm so sorry. No, no one does. No, apparently not. No, apparently one does. not. A few people do. A few people do, uh, and that's that's fair enough. But I think have it. I mean, I watched some of the special features, and Lala Ward was like, yeah, no one really took to. That's to him. so you know, sad. We, I feel we all, dreadful We all miss John Leeson. I was like, oh, that is bad, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, even they felt it. That, well, but apparently he didn't even like come into the studio, or very rarely would he come in and like rehearse. Well, then they, lo sort of they, they also lost the dynamic. Well, they lost the dynamic in the studio then because yeah. John Leeson would go around on his hands that's and knees. It, and that's and exactly what she well, said. You know, she said he was canine in voice and in person. Yeah. You know, he was part of the crew. Yeah. And then I guess the other guy just came in and. Oh, hello, I'll do my canine voice, mistress. Oh. Why is it? You've got it out for David. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So what were your, you said you had a couple of misgivings. About the animation. About the animation. Because um, I think we can park the story. Yeah. I've got a couple of things that may be worth saying. Yeah, but, I like Marga. Um, she's great. She's great. Yeah. I've got the name of that actor on my oh, phone. Oh, I'm glad you do. Yes. Um, no, she was excellent and is probably the best part of it. Yeah. Um, She's really. She's a proper bloody loony. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, yeah. A, She's a full-blown maniac. And she, she reminded just... me of a couple of the space pirates, actually, in that kind of like laser-focused. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Even if it's a suicide mission. Yeah. And just like rabid. I've, you know, that I've got to get away from them, or I've yeah. just got to kill them. I've got to make sure that this this happens. Yeah. Like she's really yes, quite vicious. It's, it's really good, and I loved that bit, the flashback sequence. Yeah. Um, uh, it looks great in the actual surviving episode. Where the 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 Dravin's like bleeding, it's really gory. Yeah. She's got all that blood coming down her face, yeah. and then she just comes in and blasts her. It's like, wow, that is really ruthless. Stephanie Bidmead, no relation. Stephanie Bidmead, yeah, because I I saw that and thought, oh, any relation? Chris. Um, um, yeah, the other obviously great part of the story are the Chumblies. 
Do you like the Chumleys? I like the Chumleys. Oh, I can't stand the bloody really? things. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I like them. I like that guy who wanted to kick K9. I'm like, oh, kick the bloody Chumleys. I know, I know. I, um, I, I, you, I like them. You have them. a soft spot for I the Chumleys? I have a soft spot for them because they're, they're just, you know, they're good-hearted, yeah. good-natured. You know, they, they're armed, but they're not going to like... They're kind of no. like pet dogs. Yeah, you know, I, they're like... And I like the way as well that for the they are the rills kind of like way to get around and survey and yeah. I like how cordial that that whole it's just quite nice to be on an alien planet and everyone's quite pleasant to each other for a bit yeah and the chumblers are there and they're like oh they're quite like affectionate uh, little I mean creatures. they do they've and got the noises like the way they communicate and stuff I I, I I'm I'm sick of hearing those noises yeah, though, I have to say they repeat themselves that boop 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 that one constantly. <laughs> So, I was thinking about this, Chumbly. Yeah. And, um, obviously, Vicky turns around and says, Oh, they've got a sort of a Chumbly movement. Yeah. And, yeah. And I thought to myself, I have never, ever heard anybody use the word Chumbly yeah. um, to describe someone's movie. I've never heard the word Chumbly, yeah. out, chum, chumbly outside of Doctor Who. Yeah. So, I thought, well, it must be a word, surely. So I had a look. Oh. So this is what I found. This is this is the definition for Chumbly. So William Elms, I really hope this is what he had in mind. Yeah. Receiving a blowjob while taking a shit. <laughs> and just to just to use it in a sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a Chumbly before class. <laughs> Which we're going to be talking about in a minute. Oh, that would have been a good segue. That would have been a good segue. Should have left that to the end. Um, oh, wow, okay. Or, I, oh, there's another one. Oh, God. What, another, another example of it being used? No, another, another definition oh, okay. for Chumbly. Well, this, this might be all right. Uh, the hard, evil, cork-like turd holding back pain. <laughs> what? <laughs> holding back painful diarrhea. I had to go so bad, I was nauseous, but that damn chumbly just wouldn't budge. <laughs> that is fucking foul, man. Don't read any more, right? Don't get any of your, like, oh, dear. language from I, the bloody I, urban I, dictionary. I was just hysterics when I read that. I know it's very schoolboy humour, but I thought, I've, got, <laughs> I love I've fact, got to save this for the I podcast. Love, I love how much you fully lost it, though. <laughs> that was great. Um... I don't really have much else to say about the story. Really. Not after that. Like, no. After that. After that. Um, I will say that I think it's disappointing that the Chumbly that escorts the Doctor <laughs> and Vicky. <laughs> I can't hear that word. I know. I know. I'm trying. I'm just trying to move past this. Okay. Sorry. I'm just trying to move past this. That the Chumbly that escorts. <laughs> oh. This is more entertaining than the four episodes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. The Chumbly that escorts the doctor. <laughs> call them something That's else. That's what they're called. I'm not calling them anything else. The little robot blokes. The little robot blokes. Yeah. That escort the doctor and Vicky and Stephen back to the TARDIS. Yeah. I'm quite sad that he dies at the end. Why doesn't he join yeah, them he on just, board the TARDIS? Yeah. And because the rail's just like, it will kill itself. Like, you don't have to do Come on board and serve us yeah. and stuff or become our little canine. It could have been a like a precursor to canine. Yeah. I, and they would have sold as well. There were loads yeah. of merchandising opportunities coming out of this because apparently it got as far as... The Draven pistols and the um, oh, yeah, the, the guns that later turn up in Genesis. Yeah, um, they were like gonna 
pattern them as toys. Wow. And they, they did like detailed drawings for the pattern office so they could sell them as toys. That's really cool. That could have been, and the Chumblies Ch would have been great. Chumblies would have been great because like, you know, just the same rollerkin yeah. mechanic would have been yeah. perfect. RC Chumley, that'd be good. That would be great. That would RC, be really good. RC Chumley. <laughs> anyway, I, I will I will finish the Chumbly chat with with this, mm. which is I think that the Chumblies get unfairly sort of like lumped in with quarks and yeah. crotons and shit stuff robots. as shit robots. Yeah, because. <clears throat> They're not your conventional robot, obviously. They're mm. cute, and they're cute by their naming. Like, the fact that yeah. they're not actually given a name, and that... I love that bit where uh, the real, like, assimilates... That's really cool. ...Vicky's language, yeah. and then it just says, oh, yeah, well, if you call them Chumblies, we'll call them Chumblies, too. Yeah. I, I I'd love to know what they're actually called. Uh, yeah. Uh. If you want to go into the Urban Dictionary and find a couple <laughs> of more fucking blowjob references. Um, but I... Maybe that's why... Maybe the, the reals are like, oh... What do you call them? Chumblies? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just got shown something means. really weird on, the, on my phone. Um, rimmed by a rill. Rimmed by a rill. My God. Um, it gets puerile, more puerile every minute. It is, it's, it's getting bad. Oh, no. Um, yeah, like, you know, the quarks are supposed to be threatening. Yeah, but, but they got like little... Ah, they got, and they're like, they fucking, little what is that? Come on, yeah. just kick it over. It's like yeah. a dustbin. But the chumblies, you know, they're like... They're supposed to be daft. Yes. So I don't think they should be, you know, lumped in with all the crap 60s robots. No. I think that they absolutely deserve to be respected and admired and loved and liked. Oh, fair enough. Oh, and, 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 and one becomes the head of the Emperor Dalek. Uh, well, there we go. Yeah. It, it has, that's a promotion. And a, it is, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Is. Um, I'll do my really, really quick um, pop culture thing because okay. I just want to be able to say that while this episode started, I, I Can't Get No Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones was number one. Oh, really? That's pretty fucking cool. That is good. Notable films of the year, Sound of Music, Dr. Zhivago, and Thunderball. Wow. There you go, that's Some a good, good year. good films. So we've what now- What video games came out? Um, Pong. <laughs> um, now, I know that we've, you know, we've discussed Galaxy 4 as an episode. It's difficult to kind of say too much about it because we're not able to see the actual yeah. article itself. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the animation a yeah. bit more. I uh, was really glad that I watched it in a few different ways, doing the colour animation, yeah. then doing the, a bit of the photo recreation, uh, the surviving episode three, and then I watched the black and white animation for mm -hmm. the last bit of episode four. And I think that's the best way that, to view this story with this animation. Yeah. Because I think that, because the money isn't there to do like really detailed shading and stuff, everything looks really flat. I was going to say the and same with, thing. with the colour palette, it yeah. just looks really flat. But actually, the, the black and white version mm. does give it a bit more... You yeah. Get, like, picks out bits of the set a bit more, so it feels like there's more separation. Yeah. Because, really, in those opening sequences where they're walking across the planet's surface, it does feel like a kind of side-scroller. Yeah. You know what I mean? mean? Like, it's just walking and then foreground objects to give yeah. a false perspective. Yeah. And it doesn't really work as well mm. as it probably should. But um, that's a budget issue. Yeah. So I think the best way to view this is probably black and white. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the last sort of like, because it was the end of the story probably, but the last sort of like 15 minutes I spent with it. Yeah. In black and white. You know, and I like that they did the stuff like the, the flashback of the ships attacking each other in space. You know, obviously they didn't do that in the real thing. That was a an, a, an interesting way to break up what otherwise would have just been a shot of Marga uh, chatting. I know. But... 
the, I, I like the creative license they take with it and stuff. Yeah. But part of me still thinks like, if there isn't a sound effect for it. Yeah, that is the only issue. Because when, especially when the ship launches as well. Yeah. Like there are probably ways of depicting that launch without being right underneath it. Because yeah. the sound is obviously nothing like that. You yeah. probably should have done it from a distance because mm. it's quite a quiet sound of it launching. Yeah. So that sort of threw me out of it. I was like, oh, right, okay. Yeah, that's but, the only issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder how they did that in the real thing. I guess it was just a shot of the three of them going, oh, Yo. there they are, they're off they go. Exactly. Um, and I liked the fact that they made the Dravins like really tall. They sort yeah. of gave them like an Amazonian appearance. I thought, oh, that's mm -hmm. cool. You know, mm -hmm. that, 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 that's a, an interesting creative flair. Uh, Marga picking Steven up off the floor by his yeah. neck was really cool. That was, that was interesting. Yeah. And that's, yeah, so that's but the good part. That's the good it. part. My, my key issue, I think everyone looks great. I think it makes sense that you've got the, <clears throat> you've got the, <laughs> sorry, it's a chumley. Um, it, <laughs> Shouldn't yeah. that be coming out the other end? Oh, no, I, well, I'm a bit backed up. Oh, um, um, So I liked that all the Dravins looked the same because, you know, they're supposed to be like clones, aren't they, really? They're, yeah. they're grown in test tubes or whatever. Uh, and I thought Vicky looked great. I thought Stephen looked great. The Chumleys looked good. I, I, who, I don't know who they got in to play Stephen, but it definitely wasn't Peter Purvis. Do you not think he? I don't right. think he looked anything like Peter Purvis. But I have a, I take a real issue with William Hartnell. Do you? Because he, I don't think he looks anything like William Hartnell. I think William Hartnell looks more like William Hartnell than Stephen does. Do you? Yeah. See, whenever I watched William Hartnell come onto the screen, have you seen the musical of Scrooge from no. 1970? No. It's got. Um, uh, the guy from Robots of Death in it, who's in lots of Doctor Who's. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. He's a really good actor. But he, it, the guy who plays Scrooge is Albert Finney. Mm. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. looks the spitting image of William Hartnell in this cartoon. Really? Every time he turned up on screen, I just thought he was going to start breaking into song. They cocked up William Hartnell's costume. Okay. So Quite severely? Well, yeah, it's weird. He's like, he's got, I don't know, it's fine on the cover. And I think Josh Snares mentioned this mm. in his video, because I watched his video before I watched the animation, and I saw it, and I was like, what? That, that looks weird. And mm. then he brought it up as well, and I was like, oh, so I'm not going mad. What is it? It's like a... So he's got... So obviously we all know that Hartnell's got the little wingtip collar with mm -hmm. the little French tie thing, mm -hmm. but they've, like, given him a wingtip collar and then, like, a white bow tie and then this cravat thing, and it's like, well... Right. That's he not... never wore that, yeah. first of all, and... Surely you have your rig mm. that you work off of. Surely it doesn't take an awful lot of money for someone to go, oh, Actually, I'll just draw, just do that again. Get rid of that bit. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a, that's like a really annoying thing. It kept, kept I mean, it's, I know it's pathetic, but it buggered me. It buggered you, did it? <laughs> it gave it you a chumbly. Give me a chumbly. Give me a right bloody hard chumbly. That's, <laughs> that's wonderful. Um, okay, yeah. I think for me that the, the the thing I struggled with with the animation was just how static it felt. Yeah. Um. I, but I I think that watching it in black and white may, maybe helps that because it maybe restricts your because obviously the vistas are very expansive on yeah. on this planet and um I, I think that the, yeah, the, the trouble is it is so static but it, you're filling up the entire frame with not much movement. Yeah. And the and that's the problem with the episode two. It's you know it's it's not the most dynamic episode to show off your animation. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, with all, yeah, it, you could have had even if you had a bloody Pixar budget, mm. 
it's still you couldn't gonna, do much to target. There's not much you're going to be able to do with it. No. Not at all. Not unless you just go, I oh, bugger it. We're going to have like a full-on battle of the Chumleys yeah. and the Dravins, yeah. which you know doesn't really sort of happen anyway. Exactly. Um, you know, I think the creative liberties were needed to just give it a mm. kick up the arse. But it's just it's just <coughs> not a great story in any no. capacity. No, no. Um, but. I have to say, nice to have a William Hartnell story. Nice to have a William Hartnell starring yeah. um, Albert Finney nice from have... Scrooge. There we go. Yeah. He's up there with David Bradley. Yeah, yeah. He's your favourite <laughs> interpretations. Yeah, we've had another one. Yeah. We've got another Albert Finney. We've got Albert Herndle. Finney in Scrooge as William Hartnell as in, in the animation. of Galaxy 4. So all we need for him is to start going, life is good, life <laughs> is fine. Da, 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 da. We, yeah, Nob jokes, that. poo and musical numbers. Yeah. Welcome to the review. Of I like drinking the wine, and why not? Yeah. I mean, we might need some wine because we're going to talk about. I think about... I've already had it. You I'm have. sure people are going to be saying in the comments. I know. Hell, Matt's on one. He's today. on what on something. I think this is the trouble. I come from. I've been working from home. Yeah. For so long, and I just see the same old bloody people. Yeah. That when I get to go out, it's like it's like you've taken me out on a day trip. It's like we've let him out of the let him out of the, the, the loony bin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's got to he's got to fraternise with some of the other inmates, yeah. and he started talking about you know that thing. you started talking about poo recently. It's really <laughs> quite strange. You might need to talk to him about that. Anyway, let's talk talking about talking, talking <laughs> of poo and, and needing some stiff drinks to get us through it. Let's talk about class. Mm. Now, class is a weird one for us, it is. I think, online. Because yeah. when it happened, it was kind of one of the first um, big Doctor Who things that got an immediate reaction yep. from the internet. And really... The way that the Doctor Who fandom kind of looks in terms of people commenting on things online, on Twitter, on YouTube, hasn't moved on too much since then. No. It was sort of the first big thing that people had a very visceral uh, and clear reaction yeah. to. And I think it's worth mentioning that this came at a time when Doctor Who wasn't on the air. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there was a break in production for whatever reason. Yeah. So I guess this was, this was like the only sort of Doctor Who news we had, really. Mm. And I believe there was something that happened because I was I was asking people, uh, the, the lovely people on Twitter, for their their thoughts on class, and people were talking a lot about the announcement, and yeah. people were talking a lot about how the announcement was handled, and I think it's probably indicative of a wider conversation we need to have with how the whole of class was handled, right? Because <laughs> I can't divorce the promotion of it from the show, no, and I think that it's important to acknowledge from the off. I think it's universally known now, really, that this was never a Doctor Who spin-off. Yeah, I was going to say, I think enough time has passed for us to be able to say, yeah, yeah this was never meant to be Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, it was a Patrick Ness vehicle. Yeah. Um, about a school. Yeah, I guess. And then at some point somebody went, hang on, there's a show we all, we produce next door. <laughs> yeah. We've not got much going on. Is it possible for us to crowbar a police box into an episode? Yeah. And then that, got turned into it's a spin-off of Doctor Who it isn't really no and I think that's the problem is it was never meant to be yeah so it's not aimed at any Doctor Who fan no it's not aimed at the kids who are watching Doctor Who because it's slightly too edgy yeah for a child Doctor Who audience yeah and it's not aimed at the same people that watch Torchwood because, because... it's not quite enough yes it's not edgy enough yeah so it's in that weird young adult bracket mm. but even then it, it, it doesn't really fit in the sort of maze runner thing because even that's 
tame compared to a lot of what happens in class. Class is quite violent. Yeah. And, you and know, in, in the first episode, yeah. a lot happens and you're like, what the f- Yeah. Like, yeah, who is this for? I think the whole young adults thing is a really weird sort of... Um, I wouldn't even call this young adults. Yeah, I think I think that's just like a weird age group anyway. Mm-hmm. I, you know... It's, it's what such is, a specific yeah. period in time, isn't it? You know, because I think... Honestly, I think most... I, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm hardly indicative of every mm. normal person on the planet, but far from it. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, I never sort of thought, oh, I mean, I never watched Skins. I guess Skins is like a young adult thing. I never watched that. I, I just went from Doctor Who but the, to but that's, drama. That is that is more of what it's trying to do yeah. rather than like the, the obvious allusions people have made to are like Buffy. Yes. It's nothing like Buffy. No, it's it, it's it, not for that crowd either. It's not think. for that crowd. I mean, it, like it, it has the the makeup of Buffy, but mm. it isn't quite mm. there. I, I mean, I, th- I think the, the thing with Buffy is is that there's a lot of humour and there's yeah, it's, it's just good. <laughs> Buffy's yeah, good. Yeah, I think that's it's, the trouble. It's, it's a higher quality program. Yeah. It's made to a higher quality. Yeah. Um, I, I I think that plagues class is is this weird identity thing. Yes. Um, because. The other part of the promotion that's worth talking about is, I really want to talk about it, is Classmates. Do you remember Classmates? Oh yeah, now what was that? So Classmates was this thing where initially, so they obviously, they shot the series. Yes. And then they were, you know, they knew at that point, obviously because it had been shot, there were elements of Doctor Who from it and it was going to become a Doctor Who vehicle. Yeah. And so then they started shooting stuff, uh, press content and and social media content with the main cast. Right. And they coined this hashtag. They coined this hashtag, classmates. Yeah. And there's, there was a video that went round, and um, I, I did some videos on it on my channel at the time. Oh, did you? Okay. And there was, there was some videos that went out where they were talking about the fans. Oh, yeah, the fans. The fans are great, aren't they? The fans of... What fans? The, 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 the classmates. <laughs> oh. The classmates. How, how great are they? Well, what? haven't heard yet. <laughs> That's the problem. So it basically decided that it had an audience and it had and it gave a name to the fans before that anybody had even seen it. And, it. and they called them classmates. Right, I so this is all it's all coming back to me now. Following It's all coming back to me it's now. It's all coming back to me now. Ah. <laughs> following the first episode going out, yeah. the classmates thing then ramped up a gear by involving people who commented on Doctor Who online. Right. So your your DOMs. Yeah. Um, there was something called Caroline in it. But right. I don't think really... Basically, apart from Dom, I don't think anybody who was involved in it does anything in the Doctor Who community anymore. Right, okay. Online, you know, Twitter, YouTube yeah, yeah. sort of thing. Why weren't we asked? Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and they basically would review class that week. Right. Um, only, <laughs> only the good bits. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, so, so like, you know, I know that you know, Dom did like tw- a 20 minute video okay. for this thing. And it was always going to get, get like cut down to five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, obviously none of the criticisms, criticisms were in it. Yeah. But it was like trying to pass it off like, oh no, these are like fans. These are like the fans that you watch on YouTube. Right. These are like the reviewers that you watch and you recognise these people. And they re- they think it's great. So you've, you, you've, <laughs> you know, you're in for a treat. <laughs> and then it came out and everybody, it, I mean, it was... It, it had been rejected by everybody wholesale when it was first announced. Yeah. I think everybody just went, no. Yeah. No chance. I wonder why. I wonder what, what it was about it that we all just went, Ugh. 
I, it fell off from the start. I, I guess think that's it, just, it, isn't it? Like the the fact that it wasn't actually a Doctor Who spin-off. Yeah. I think that was actually really obvious, but it was kind of like a low-lying frequency that was just being projected by it. Like, this isn't what you think it is, or like, this isn't like this isn't actually a Doctor Who spin-off. Yeah, and I guess one of the issues, I guess immediately from the press announcement, and as a programme as a whole, mm. is that compared to something like Torchwood or mm. Sarah Jane Adventures, all of those things had a much-loved, well-known character at the forefront of that program. They've been set up. Yeah. And so, you you know, like, oh, this is Torchwood. Captain Jack's doing it. Oh, cool, I like Captain Jack. I mean, mm. obviously not anymore. But, you know, at yeah. the time, I like Captain Jack. Yeah. Uh, wow, okay, I'd like to see what happened to him. You know, yeah. that was left on a cliffhanger. Wonder what he's been up to. Mm. Sarah Jane Smith. Oh, of course, everybody loves Sarah Jane Smith and K9. Mm. Holy shit, yeah, I'm up for that. But then when you're confronted with, who are the hell are these people? Yeah. And um, what's happened to Coal Hill School? Why is Coal Hill School suddenly some like modern polytechnic? I think that's a massive giveaway. I think that's a massive giveaway that the development, enough of the show had been worked on without conversations happening in the Doctor Who production office yeah. about what what bearing it was going to have on, yeah. on them and the reflections. They were in it the season before and it was like, it was a school. Exactly, that they haven't <laughs> gone actually. Yeah. Um, it needs to be more like this kind of a school. Like we've got the location. If you guys want to shoot there, like we've yeah. we've got the location locked down. But no, obviously their production team had started, yeah. and because it wasn't a Doctor Who spin-off, mm. they'd found a location, yeah. and then it suddenly had to have Coal Hill School signs made for it or whatever. It's weird, yeah, because I guess it's like, oh, it's the the sixth form. Mm. Department. Of it's become an academy, basically, yeah. hasn't it? And it's just like, ugh, yeah. no, yeah. Yeah. No, get away. And, and also that we don't have... I mean, apart from in the first episode, you get the Danny Pink engraving on the... Oh, um, is he? Yeah, oh, yeah so, so Danny, we, Danny Pink and Clara Oswald are referenced in it. So we should point yeah. out oh, yeah, that we, yeah. for this, we did not watch all eight episodes. No. Because we're not sadists. Yeah. Uh, so, Billy, you watched the opening episode. Yes. And then you watched... Episode six, which is called Detained. Which is what I watched. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. The, 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 <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the one where they're all locked in the room. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then you watch the finale, or I watched. You watched the finale. I watched the finale. Fine. That's yeah. what we did. Yeah. So there we are. So we've got a nice coverage because yeah. I didn't get any further than night visiting, right? Which I think is the episode where they have all these vines plugged into their back for some reason, right? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. There's but, one about flowers. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was it. That's the, yeah. Yeah, I remember. So that so what do you remember from your initial? What was your initial reaction to actually seeing it after? Because it was a disaster publicity-wise from the start. Yeah. Um, and I think you mean people back had, in two thousand and six. Yeah, people had already really made their minds up about it. But I, you know, I, let's give it a fair shot. Let's watch it. And I've watched this first episode more than some new series Doctor Who episodes. Yeah, I mean, I <sighs> to, to try and give it a go. Yeah, a fair I mean, shot, I've you know. I've seen the first episode twice. Yeah. I mean, I've watched all of class. Yeah. Yeah. So actually going... Did you watch it all on first broadcast? No. No, okay. No, I, so watched, subsequently. I watched the first episode and I thought, that's crap. I'm not watching this anymore. Yeah. Um, and then I subsequently saw people on Twitter say, this is crap. So yeah. don't bother watching it. So I didn't. Yeah. Um, and then I thought, I don't know why. I don't know what possessed me to go and watch class. I think it's only fair because it's a Doctor Who product for a start. I think it's probably that. But also I think it, in order to criticise something you have to fully sample it and yeah. I feel like well you've watched all of it Yeah, I've watched basically all of it I've wa yeah. I've, I've haven't watched maybe two episodes of it yeah um, 
So, mate, so again, my assess, you know, you can judge my yeah. feelings towards it on that. You know, if I've not quite got it right, then that's that's why. And I mean, to be fair, you know, I can only remember bits of the episodes mm. that I watched once. Um, but yeah, at the time, and even now, it's it's tonally all over the place, like we said. Mm. Um, it, it that first episode, you know, you've got a boy who gets his leg cut off. Ram, yeah. Ram. The jock. The drop, yeah. This is the, the okay. Right, let's 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 get into this. So, oh, uh, let let me get my notes out because okay. this is one of the issues. Is it has all of the sort of token characters, mm-hmm. and I mean, when I went to watch the, the 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 first episode I watched for this review was episode six, uh, which was detained or detention detained, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, oh, my phone is a pile of poo poo. I'm very sorry. My I, phone is a right chumley. That's right. Um, I I have got. Um, I've got their characters, I think. Yeah, so I, I, I watched that episode forgetting ev- everything that I'd seen before. Yeah. So I have got Ram, unlikable jock with one leg. I've got Ram is the jock written down, yeah. Yeah. With one leg. Um, uh, Charlie the Prince, awkward, doesn't understand Earth. Quirky outsider, I've yeah. got written down. Uh, April, I've just put an ellipse and the end gone. She's got a weird heart thing and a mum with whose legs don't work and a right. dad who tried to kill her or something. Yeah. Um, I've got Wallflower. Yeah, Wallflower, yeah. Tanya, I've just put nerd. High Achiever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for Mateus, I've just put the Polish boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Gay. <laughs> Gay, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's it. And I was like, wow. You know, and I feel really sorry for the girl playing Tanya because she has really no she's younger isn't she she's like 14 and they're all older yeah she's, she's super That's clever her, her story it's in the first episode she starts on the first day and she's like two years ahead yeah so she's done her GCSEs already yeah. and she's in the sixth form and in the episode uh, that we watched detained that is a big thing it's like mm. oh you you look at me like I'm a kid's sister and mm. you're not really my friends and all mm. this sort of stuff mm. um, and I feel very sorry for her because her character is just yeah I'm the, I'm the nerdy one with the with the you know with the 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 mum who's like oh no you must do all your work right. you know what people would call the tiger mum yeah. I don't know if that's a that's probably not a, a a good term to use but I've never heard it before you've not heard that before no. um, but it's that stereotype and it's just like oh wow you really have nothing to work with but that but she really... does at the start oh does she because you get the impression that she's going to lust after Ram yeah like the unattainable. Yeah. Asshole jock yeah. is going to fall in love with the high achieving nerd yeah. who doesn't have any friends because she's an outsider because she's really smart. And right. Is, you know, plugged into her work by force and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but then that doesn't even happen because then suddenly Ram and April yeah, are the thing. couple. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. been madly in love with her since the start and she doesn't reciprocate no. it. Um, so, like, what's Tanya left with? Yeah, this is it. Because then, because April is sort of like got the hots for Charlie at the start, and then yeah. Charlie and Mateus obviously hit it off, and yeah. they're the couple. So she's like, oh, okay, well. And then Ram's like, oh, I want to get with you. Yeah. And then I, I mean, I didn't watch the last episode, but does that even happen? Um, so uh, they've they've had they don't get together properly. I mean, they have, mm. they've had sex and stuff. Mm. Um, was that in an earlier episode? In an earlier episode. So they right. slept together. Okay. Uh, but for for uh, Tanya's character, mm. all of the stuff that would be interesting for her mm. happens in series two, which obviously doesn't get made. Right. Because Tanya's mum gets murdered. 
Ram's dad gets murdered. Tanya's mum gets murdered. All in like the first 10 minutes of the finale. They all get killed by the Shadowkin. And I watched it and I was like, holy fuck, his dad just got murdered. And then his mum died. And I was like, mu they must like do a button reset on this. But they don't. Right. And I was thinking, so this poor girl, Tanya, is like, right, these bastard fucking aliens have killed mm. my mum. Mrs. Quill, I want you to teach me how to fight. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, we've got some character development here. Yeah. So she is now her, and she's got two twin brothers. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, so she's now having to look after her family. And, oh, and how does that pay off then, her, like, train me how to fight? Well... She, Mrs. Quill does it like a bit of oh do this do that and then this really fucked me. <laughs> so you got the this is why it's bollocks. You've got these creatures, the Shadow King, kin. They're the baddies. They're, They're the main baddies. baddies of the whole series. They look great. Yeah, they do. Actually. They look really great, except for the the King one, who's got like those really weird cartoony eyes. They look really. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. look really naff. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, I get what they were trying to do, but they, yeah. it just looks like they've been painted on. Yeah. They look. They look great. Um, I can't understand a word he's saying because nope. they yeah. and I'm like I'm, I'm, it's Bane era yeah and I, was like, I don't understand a word yeah and they make a big deal of like oh they came to my planet the planet of the quills or whatever they're called and they wipe them all out they, they're so bad they wipe them all out and they're so vicious they killed everybody they cut his leg off they killed yeah. my mum they killed my mum they oh, killed his girlfriend killed his in the first episode killed, yeah they killed my girlfriend but somehow this 14 year old girl who has no training whatsoever uh -huh. manages to like block and fight off these fucking things. Sure. And it's like, Mrs. Quill, I get it. You're a warrior. You're right. like an assassin. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a fighter. Mm -hmm. you're, you're a school kid. Yeah. It would be the equivalent of me trying yeah. to fight off a man with a great big sword. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead. I wouldn't even do it. I'd just be like, can I just run away? Yeah. yeah. It's so irritating. It's like, well, that is just ridiculous. I think that the issue with the characters and the fact that your reaction to her being able to do that is so strong is they don't really give you anything to make them likeable. Yeah. They're like, you know, and because and, I watched the first episode in, in episode six. By episode six, they, they're still not like a unit. They still no. don't like each other. Yeah. So like the Doctor's whole thing at the end of the first episode, because Capaldi appears at the end of episode one mm. and has quite a nice bit. His scene's probably the best part of the entire show. Capaldi, this is the problem. When Capaldi turned up in that first episode, all I could think was, I, why am I not watch, just watching Doctor Who? Yeah. And I, I think what this series needed was for episode one of class, not to be episode one of class, yeah. it needed to be an episode of Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With Clara teaching at Coal Hill School mm -hmm. and the Doctor getting involved or whatever, and these students being the side characters in yeah. that one-off adventure. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. Everything happens. All right, maybe Ram doesn't get his leg cut off or maybe his girlfriend doesn't get shanked or whatever sure. happens to her. In Doctor Who, in a normal yeah. episode of Doctor Who. Can you imagine Who. that? <laughs> <laughs> blood on Ram's face. Oh, sorry about that, Ram. <laughs> How's your leg? <laughs> um, and, then, and then at the end be like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I, I can't be kick, kicking around here yeah, all day because yeah. I'm Doctor Who and I've got much do, do better things. Do that whole last scene. Do that whole last thing. Yeah. Can, can you like hold the fort for a bit while mm. me and Clara bugger off and go on better adventures sure. than you're going to have? Yeah. And then you'd have been like, oh, okay, I know these characters. And yeah. at the end of the episode, it could have been, and if you enjoyed this episode, mm. you might want to find out more about these characters in yeah. the spin-off coming later in the year, class. And the class books that came out and as the well. class books, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Pulped on a mass scale, I'm sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got to episode six and you think, well, I haven't had a setup with these characters before, yeah. so I don't really know them. 
Um, I didn't take to them particularly well in the first episode because, yeah, fine, fair enough. You, you're getting to know each other as well. Yeah. Like the characters are still, you know, learning about each other and stuff. Yeah. But you get to episode six in an eight-part series, and they are still at square one in yeah. terms of their like relationships. Like Mateus and Charlie are now a couple, mm. and obviously they confess. Like Ram confesses his feelings to April in episode six. Yeah. But it's not like in Red Dwarf where like. Nobody there actually really likes each other. No. Like, apart from Crichton and Lister, yeah. who have a weird relationship, mother-son relationship <laughs> yeah. anyway. Like, he hates Rimmer. Yeah. The cat is selfish and doesn't like anybody apart from himself. No. And Lister gets annoyed with the cat more often on screen than he likes like, like spending time with him. Yeah. But you still find them in the sleeping quarters or in the, in the midsection of Starbug playing cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never get anything like this with these characters no. where they're in the common room and they're hanging out. Yeah. They're always moaning at each other. Yeah. Ram's always being really awful to everybody. I hate Ram. He's a right ass. Really annoying. He's really annoying yeah. character. Which is frustrating because um, the guy who plays him is fine. I've got to say, I think everyone in this series, I really hope... And well, I know that the guy who played Charlie has gone on to bigger and better things because he was in a really good series called The Hunters on Amazon Prime. Mm. But I really hope that all the others go on to do other uh, good things because they were all really good actors. I thought the girl who played Tanya was really good. I thought the girl who played um, April was really good. Uh, They're all really strong. Um, It's just a shame that they're in this. this. Uh, And I think, oh, you know... You and I, I, funny thing, I walked past April when I was in London once. There Maybe you go. with you. Were you with me? She was walking, I think, French Bulldogs or something. Like little French. Isabelle? Yeah, I think we were walking to the train station. I went, that was the girl from class. Oh. Yeah. I didn't spit at her feet. Crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's a bizarre programme that obviously only has one, one series. So, it, it was simulcast. It was. All, all of it went out on BBC Three. It yeah. was one of the first major sort of BBC Three projects where it went online only. Yes. I think it was one of the early kind of that dramas. Was that just before they ceased broadcasting? I think they'd already ceased broadcasting by then. Oh, yes. It was going out late, wasn't it, on yeah. BBC One? Yeah, and then on BBC one. one, it was going out at like five past 11 or something. Yeah, ridiculous o'clock. Who's watching that? I well, mean... It's, it was obviously to kill it, though. It was, yeah. Because otherwise they would have given it a decent time slot. And, yeah. I, and I think that the idea for a lot of the stuff that's shot for the iPlayer or for BBC Three, as it was then, obviously BBC Three is coming back to TV. Mm. But... Not class, though. <laughs> not class. Was that they they all have to get a TV airing at some point yeah. within a year of it going on the iPlayer? Right. It has to be on TV to kind of justify the expense as well. So someone just went fuck it, put it on late at night. Yeah, because because then it got moved as well. I think yeah, it, it, it either moved a day or it got put on like an hour or two later than yeah. it originally had. They, and the intention was clearly to to kill it. They, that's they, what they, stations they, do. They, they Doctor Who nineteen eighty nine did. Yeah, they, really? they moved it around the schedule so nobody could find it, and yeah. even the people who wanted to find it had to stay up really late for it. Yeah. So it wasn't even liked by the people who were making it, funding it, putting it out on their networks. Um, I I believe Patrick Ness had no experience as a screenwriter prior to doing Class. Okay. I think that his, um, what's the name of that movie he did? Uh, The movie adaptation of one of his books, A Monster Calls. Oh yeah. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was written by him, but that's all I know him from, from yeah. Patrick Ness. Yeah, that's what I know him from, really. Yeah. He's done some other bit. Oh, no, he's done a film with um, Daisy Ridley and mm. uh, Tom Holland. Okay. Um, but I've not no. seen it. 
Um, and that's one of his books as well. <clears throat> it's very of its time as well in its production. Yeah. Like the first episode, somebody's texting on their phone, Mrs. Quill goes up and takes it from them, and you see the text appear on screen like yeah. when Sherlock, it would happen in Sherlock. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, it's, it's that, that era of yeah, television. Yeah. I didn't, the, other, the other day I was that watching... That was really clever. I remember when that first happened, I was like, oh, that's really clever. And but then everything... In, now it. it's so dated. Yeah. It's so dated. And I was watching Good Omens. Right. Because um, we... Tried to watch it a little while ago and didn't really get into it, but we thought we might as well finish it. And I was watching it, I thought, I bet every member of the crew on this worked on like mid-2000s Doctor Who yeah. or like 2010s Doctor Who. Yeah. And the credit at the end when it came up with Douglas McKinnon's name, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, there we go, yeah. excellent. And I just thought, there is a particular time in television yeah. that just looks like that. Yeah. And Good Omens looks like... A BBC oh, yeah. drama from like 2014, right. like you know, um, and this like radiates that as well. It's just it's not it's not doing anything different. Like with the style and with the look, yeah. you know, with the way it's shot, it's just it, it's a BBC mm. drama, yeah, and it's trying to be a million one different other things that yeah. you never asked to be to begin with, yeah. I will say, though, that for the episode six, detained, yeah, that's the one we both watched that yeah. we both watched. I actually quite enjoyed it mm. because I think as a as a concept, I think it works quite well. So the basic yeah. concept is that this meteor has come crashing into their classroom through these tears. Yeah, they're, they're, they're called tears. Yeah, right? they're basically like the um, like the rift, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, all the things from Primeval. What are they called? The oh yeah, those. paradoxes or whatever. They're yeah. Called, yeah. So it comes through. It zaps them away somewhere, and they're in prison with this entity, this consciousness of a prisoner yeah. who was a murderer. And basically, if you touch the meteorite, you spill all your deep dark secrets and he, it basically just wants them all to kill each other yeah it's a gr- it's a great it's a bit of like a cabin fever type yeah this is setup. this is the cheap episode isn't it basically this is yeah. the episode where right we don't have any budget we'll just keep it all contained to one place yeah 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 and it works really well and i actually think it's really well directed because they, they, you know it could be very boring yeah but it tries to do a lot of clever things with um, shooting like through the windows and stuff yeah. outside different angles. There, there are there are some nice shots in it. Yeah, um, and like when people are passing out, it tries to do some interesting camera movements. Yeah, and when they're holding the rock, yeah, it has that thing where it like stabilizes on the yes. face, and so the camera is constantly just moving around yeah. the face. It's it's, it's good. Yeah. You know, they they do some really good things in it. And again, I think performances are really strong. You know, Mateus, the guy who plays Mateus, especially really in that good. episode, I forget, is that Jordan Renzo, yeah. in particular, I think is the strongest actor out of all of them. He's excellent. Um, yeah, it's it's just a shame that it... And I think really for watching the finale, a lot, I mean, a lot happens. So the, the, the episode that follows the one that we watched... Mm. Is all about Mrs. Quill. Yeah, so at the, at the beginning of Detained, Mrs. Quill goes off and has an adventure yeah. off screen. Because yeah. when she comes back at the end of Detained, where we've been with the main kids cast for the whole time, she's got her hair is different and yeah. she's got a scar down her eye. Yeah. So she's obviously been up to stuff off screen. Yeah. So the, the next time trailer indicates that you see her side of that day. Yeah. And I, I can't really remember the episode, but it's all her-centric and... For the whole thing, she is like, for the whole series, she is the sort of like the bodyguard for Charlie, isn't she? Yes. So uh, it, Reluctantly, it, though. Yeah, she's a, she is his protector, because he was a prince. Yeah. And she's also, she was a slave to him mm. as well. They keep mentioning that. Yeah. They mention that a lot. Um, 
like this, like yeah, that that happens as well. Sorry to go off track, but they they're still explaining the plot. They're still yeah. explaining the setup by the end of the series. Yeah, it's like okay, move on. Yeah, like we we get it. Like we get that you're you were his bodyguard and he was a prince and you're the jock and like we get it. Like yeah. move on from all this stuff now. So she has this thing in her head which stops her from being able to kill right. or use a weapon, <clears throat> but she get, she gouges it out of her head in that episode so right. by the time we get to the finale she is now able to kill things and you know be a general badass yeah. um and she's also pregnant i can't remember what happens there she's up the duff i can't remember what happened okay. she's up with some bloke but there's this whole thing about the quills which is their race that the babies like eat their way out of the mothers or something so i don't know how that was all going to pan out in series two but the way... How would you direct that scene for Big Finish? Yeah, no. <laughs> but the way you it... scream more, please. <laughs> but the way that it all ends as a ser- as the series, mm. oh yeah, it's all on a big cliffhanger. So you have the Weeping Angels turn up right at the end. There's this whole thing about the governors who are like this, the governors of the school, but they're this weird sort of secret organization. Cabal, yeah. yeah. So we don't know what that's all about, but they were connected to the angels. Yeah. Then you have. April, whose heart was being shared with the king of the Shadowkin, yes, for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, when Charlie finally he has this box, he's got yeah. this box with all the souls of all the people of his yeah, race. And yeah. So he's he's taken this from his from his planet. planet. Yeah. And I seem to remember in the first episode they're like talking about it, and he says that there's not any soul, there's, souls aren't in there anymore. Yeah, but, but there then are there are things in there. Yeah. yeah, and then they sort of find out later on, and they know that. He could open up this cabinet and the souls of his people could basically wipe out all the Shadowkin. Right. And so it's a whole dichotomy because all of their um, relatives, the, the kids, are either being murdered mm-hmm. or they are gonna about to be killed. And they're like, you know, you're going to have to use it. You're going to have to use it. Mm-hmm. And Mateus is like, no, don't do it. You know, you're not a murderer. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my Polish Very accent. Good Polish accent. <laughs> and he does it and he kills the Shadowkin. And you think, oh, Christ, well... April's sharing a heart with yeah. the Shadow King King yeah. and so she's dead. Yeah. And they're literally side by side on the floor. And then the last shot is the Shadow King sta- sits up yeah. and they're all like, fuck me, he's alive. But speaks with April's voice. Right. And you're like, oh my God. It's quite a good cliffhanger. And it's a really good cliffhanger. And I remember I watched it the other day and I was like, I actually want to know what's going on. I want to know what's going on with the angels. I want to know what's going on with Mrs. Quill's baby bump. And I want to know what's going on with April. I can see that turning into like a kind of... um, What's the name of Dave Bautista's character in Guardians of the Galaxy? I can see it turning into a bit of a Guardians of the Galaxy type thing. This big, you know, lumbering thing, but it's actually got the personality of of this girl. Yeah, 16 year old or whatever she is. That's quite quite neat. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know how long you would sustain that. Yeah. It'd probably just be for like the first episode or something. I'm glad glad that you did take something positive away from it, really, because I I did get to the end of Detained, and I'm glad that I picked that story, because... I would have picked something that was a bit more central to the middle of the of the series, but there was a two parter. There's a two parter just yeah. before it, so this is kind of the only standalone, yeah. which ironically does also lead into a second part. Yeah, but but this is a really good one because <clears throat> you know everyone is contained, and you, get, you really get to see the characters. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like I I, I don't like this character because I've only seen the first two episodes. Like, yeah, we got a character centric story. Yeah, and th- yeah, it's 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 tricky. You have I have so much. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what word to use really. I've got so much built up frustration about this show mm. because of the way that it 
tried to carry itself off. Yeah. It thought it could get away yeah. with, we're a Doctor Who show, yeah, we've already got a fan base, yeah. this is going to be great, you're going to eat this up, this is, this is grand. Yeah. And then it comes out and people go, no. Yeah. I'm it, glad... It, it took it for granted, didn't it, it? It did, it absolutely did. I'm glad having come back to it that I, I watched it on, on its own in isolation, I didn't really consider it to be connected to Doctor Who. Yeah. And I think that really when you get to episode six, Doctor Who has nothing to do with this no. show anymore. Yeah. The only thing that I could think of beyond the reference to uh, Danny Pink and Clara Oswald, uh, Capaldi being in the first episode um, and Weeping Angels appearing in the last episode yeah. is they say that we're not even in space and time. Right. And I kind of thought that might be a script editor saying Doctor Who copyrights it space and time rather than time and space. Could you swap those two yeah. for us, please? Because when they said it, I was like, mm. oh, Doctor Who. Yeah. And then I think it might be wishful thinking on my part, but there might be a McCoy reference in the title sequence. Yeah, really? When the class logo turns up, there's like a purple spiral nebula right. in the background. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take anything at this point, honestly. <laughs> um, so watching it in isolation, it's a, it's a, it's a bad show. But at least I was able to divorce it from Doctor Who and I was able to, to enjoy it at face value. Yeah. But there isn't really much to enjoy there. Yeah. When you take it on its own away from Doctor Who. I think my issue with it is, especially as a Doctor Who show, mm. and I think Torchwood Series 1 was also very guilty of doing this. Yeah. It was a bit po-faced. It takes mm. itself a little bit too seriously. Mm. And I think when you get to sort of Series 2 and like the latter part of... Uh, series one of Torchwood yeah you know the characters are starting to they've all gelled a bit more and it's like oh we can have a well, bit of humour in I here I mean Kiss Kiss Bang Bang when the blowfish pulls up at the traffic light it's yeah. like immediately this is a different feeling show exactly and I think just like with Doctor Who you know mm. Doctor Who it needs to be scary but you need the levity yeah. uh, that's what makes it so popular and I think if you're going to do a spin-off mm. it needs to have that same sort of flavour to know that it's but all in the same family but again that's the problem isn't it is yeah. that it doesn't it doesn't have it, that it doesn't have that because it was never going to be associated to Doctor Who so yeah. why would it carry the hallmarks of it exactly yeah so this is why it's so weird when like Ram's dad gets impaled through yeah. the chest and you're like people just, don't just dead. die like that and then, then, then the, and then this girl's mum just gets yeah. murdered and I'm like what is going on? This is why I was like, there's bound to be a reset button. I know. But even in spin-off media like Torchwood, I yeah. know people die, but it's not usually the regulars and not in the yeah. first series no. and not so permanently. Like, yeah. They literally have things set up in the show that can bring people back. Yeah. Two of the two of the bloody main characters are immortal yeah. and they've got this gauntlet that can bring people back to life yeah. so that they can give you exposition after they've died. Yeah. Um, every bloody police procedural crime show should have <laughs> one of those. It'd be really useful. Um, but... Yeah, it, that has Doctor Who at the core of it still. Yes. Like, I, I feel like it's still made that if a child accidentally switched it on, it might have a bit of a spirit of Doctor Who in it, yeah. just on a glance. But this doesn't. No. It, I, and that's why it's so difficult to view it as part of the Doctor Who family yeah. and why it's always sort of like over there. Whenever yeah. you list spin-offs... The Australian K9 series yeah. is obviously, because it's got a main character as identifiable as K9, yeah. is the more identifiable Doctor Who spin-off. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it is. So it just kind of leaves this just like, is it? Is it really Doctor Who? That's it, isn't it? Uh, and like I said, uh, honestly, although I don't like it, I can see the potential in it. 
Uh, and and I that's was, what annoys me. I was thinking, I'd like, I'd actually quite like to hear the um, episode that they did for Big Finish with the Remembrance Dalek. Apparently that's really good. Because it's that kind of thing that it kind of needed to yeah. have from the start. Yeah. And, and again, because that is a sort of a silly idea. It's like this Dalek has been down there the entire time, mm. I guess, is the inference. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Um, but like this Remembrance Dalek comes back. And Could stuff. you imagine and that? That would have been freaking cool. Great. That As that an episode, great. like a mid-episode, there's a Dalek in yeah. the school. Yeah, it's been but it's actually a Remembrance Dalek. Yeah. Because that oh, would be weird be... and it would be kitsch and it would be like, at least it would be trying to do something. Yeah. But I just think it's so vanilla. Yes. But it's also trying to be like, Yo, we're like deeper than the average thing. Yeah. You're not really. No. You know, you're a fantasy, you're a, a, a teen young adults fantasy series mm. um, that has the Doctor Who logo underneath its logo. And that's that's it, really. Yeah. Um, but I'm really glad we revisited it. Because yeah, me I too, feel actually. like I've, I've come away from it going like, I know, I know more about what it's about. Yes. I know more of the vibe of it. And yeah. um, I, feel, I feel less sort of anxious, criticising it because yeah. I feel like I've watched enough now yeah and honestly you know, if they were to announce a second series today mm. or tomorrow I think I'd be like okay well let's I, see what I, happens I, let's see what happens because I am I genuinely did leave that episode thinking wow that, what a cliffhanger mm. um, so it is, it is a shame I, it, it's a pity the BBC couldn't have just given it like a little bit more time to grow mm. Um, but clearly, something about it. You know, it was always doomed it was, to fail. Yeah, it was always doomed to fail. And like scripts were being worked on for the second series. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, I want to know what the Weeping Angels were all about. Like, yeah. how would that have worked? Yeah. Um, it did make me laugh. I did see people on Twitter sort of saying stuff when Flux came out, like, oh, I wonder if they'll refer back to the class finale. No, of course no. they're not going to refer back to the class finale. No, absolutely not. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm really I'm glad we've watched it. Um, I will also say I think Blair Moat was yes. one of the best things to come out of class as well. It's it's a stylish production. Obviously, mm. I know it's of its of its of time, its time. Yeah. but it is a really stylish production. It looks it looks good and it, and it, it sounds, sounds great. Excellent. Like Blair's his, music is fab. Music is great, and I remember watching a video of him in the studio doing some stuff. And I just remember him sat there with a guitar and like a bunch of pedals. Yeah. And I, I kind of thought, if you're going to have like a modern day radiophonic workshop, mm. it would kind of look like that. Because yeah. if you turn like nine of these on, they're going to make a noise that you're not going to be able to replicate in nature or with anything, yeah, you yeah, know, anything yeah. else in the studio. And I like the fact that it kind of was a bit experimental. It did yeah. sound a bit weird. And the, the theme tune is a banger. The theme tune is a banger, um, and the, the sort of credits theme tune, which is like the proper theme. The proper song. Yeah. I thought you were going to do the whole thing again on the Instagram. It's going to be the the ending of the episode. It's just me doing the the credits theme. You'd be on your own in the room. I wouldn't be with you. I'd be the Oh, just to take you down memory lane for this one. Okay, yes. So, UK number one, Cold Water, Major Lazer featuring Justin Bieber. Apparently, it was number one for a long time. I don't remember that song at all. I've never heard of it, and nor do I wish to. UK box office number one for that week that it started, I believe, was Girl on the Train. Oh yeah, that's a good film. It's an alright movie. Yeah. Video games for that year. So what year is this? 2016? Yes. Oh, I don't know. A Call of Duty of some description, probably. Well, it was Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. I think that's the one that got the most dislikes on any YouTube video ever. Wow. I think that because it came out and people were like, yeah, no more. Really? Okay. Um, I've not played it. uh, Pokemon Go. 
Is that the year Pokemon Go that came was, out? That was the year of My Pokemon God. Go. That was oh. the year of six-year-olds stumbling upon corpses in fields because oh, they were trying to find Magikarps. Yeah. Wow. Um, oh, now, yeah, I know exactly where I was <clears> when <throat> that all kicked off. Well, you yeah. were making videos for I it. I was making videos for it. I'm like, I'm having flashbacks being <laughs> in Castle Park playing Pokemon Go. Wait, did you have, it. like, an Ash cap on as well I or something? I had an Ash cap. And... Oh, Christ. Wow. Wow. Um, the Witcher 3, Uncharted 4, Overwatch, Dark Souls 3... And the one that broke my heart the most that year, No Man's Sky. I was so excited oh, yeah. for that game to come out, and it was crap the, the on release. Disappointment that apparently it's fine now. Oh, is it? But I don't want to play it now. No, I guess it. Once you've had the bad taste, in I your know. Mouth, it's like know. Destiny. Yeah. It's just like or a Chumbly. Yeah, it's like yeah. You've got a big Chumbly in your mouth. Um, <laughs> there we go, everybody. Thanks very much for watching the review of Death this week. Yeah. Now. If you're watching this video or listening to this podcast on the day of release, yes. which will be Thursday the 20th of January, the next day is Friday. Hooray! It's Friday. Hey. It's nearly the end of the week. But that would be your last day to vote in the Roddies, mm. which will be the next video that Matt and I record together. Yeah. Um, you've got a bunch of categories. Some of them, I, I won't go through all of them with, through with you because no, yeah. I want to keep them as a surprise. Right. But some of the categories and the uh, winners could be massive massive upsets and massive mm. surprises right and i think it's really interesting seeing the results come in i feel i feel like we've got a pretty good sort of like down the middle audience yeah we've got people that are like on both sides of the fence if you want to you know make it that black and white yeah. um so it's been really interesting seeing the results coming in because i'm definitely sensing that we're getting a massive broad church of doctor who fans voting on it so if you haven't already voted, please do. I'm sure there'll be a link in the description down below. Yeah. Uh, Patreons as well. They have their own exclusive uh, awards category. And share it with your friends as well. Mm. You've got until midnight on Friday night to get your votes in. Excellent. And then we're going to do a black tie award show. Yes. And we're going to, I'm re really going to go for it. We're going to look great. Yeah. And we're going to give out some awards for everything good in official on-screen who and beyond yeah. in 2021. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. Well, thank you for watching. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Cool. <laughs>